freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to episode number 366 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearmsauctions.com, where you set the price on guns, ammo, and accessories. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. Our theme today is a 2022 Arizona U.S. Senate race. Our guest today is Jim Lehman. Jim is a veteran, an engineer, and the founder of the Arizona-based solar engineering and construction company that employs over 1,700 workers nationwide. He's been a, lof- a lifelong America First conservative who has committed much of his time and money supporting the state of Arizona. And now, Jim is running for United States Senate for the state of Arizona. Welcome to the show, Jim. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and uh, thank you, Cheryl, Dan. Look forward to uh, talking to some of our mutual friends uh, as 2A members. That's uh, certainly something that's near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. So the 2022 election is going to be an exciting one uh, across the nation as well as here in Arizona. We're seeing so many people step up for the first time to run for office like yourself. Was there a lightning rod moment that made you decide to run for U.S. Senate or was it sort of a culmination of things? One of the biggest things, uh, Cheryl, was I was an elector on the ballot uh, here in Arizona for the presidential uh, elector, uh, one of 11. And when I saw what was going on in the election uh, results coming in with fake ballots uh, and things of that nature that Giuliani and others were pointing out and contacted uh, uh, Doug, our governor, Ducey, and it didn't matter. He just, you know, moved uh, immediately uh, to certification. I said, this can't stand. And of course, uh, we saw this uh, numerous places across the country. Uh, Soon after, we saw the debacle of a presidency in Biden. Uh, We saw Mark Kelly, our senator who ran as a moderate. Now, of course, we know he and his wife's record on uh, 2A are absolutely 180 degrees opposite of what uh, you and I and uh, your listeners uh, uh, believe in. Absolutely. Uh, but just the entirety of, the, of this incompetence uh, in Washington, this is a great country. And I've lived the American dream. I've been very blessed with it. Humble beginnings and you know, to build and uh, recently have sold my billion dollar company. I needed to do more for my country other than supporting conservatives, you know, with uh, I'm, I'm the largest uh, contributor in the state for conservative causes and, and candidates. I looked at the candidates uh, that were speaking of getting into the race, and I just did not feel like they could take it to the woodshed with Mark Kelly like I am. And we must get the Senate back. As you know, it's very evenly divided uh, in the Senate. Arizona is the number one competitive race. Of course, uh, Herschel in Georgia is looking good. Maybe Laxalt uh, in, no, in uh, Nevada. We must win Arizona. This is not a blue state. This is not a purple state. This is a red state. We need a candidate to step up and uh, take it to these progressives. Boy, absolutely. Um, I mean, you've already had a successful career. And a lot of times people say, okay, good for me. Pat me on the back. <laughs> I'm going to go, you know, just retire and enjoy the spoils of my labors. Uh, You are diving into the snakiest of snake pits. And uh, I, you know, I applaud that because uh, not everybody can do that. Not everybody would even think of doing that. Um, What? 
I mean, I know that you just said you believe you are the best candidate to to really duke it out in that arena with uh, with Mark Kelly. But what does your family think? Are they ready for this? Because when you serve, you don't just serve yourself. Your whole family does. Great question, uh, Cheryl, a great observation. I um, was blessed with two grandkids uh, over the last uh, year and a half. And I cannot imagine in America that we don't turn over to them as this generation, a country, uh, at least as good as we had it. Amen. Uh, you know, my granddad uh, served uh, in the military. My dad served. I served. I was a six-year Army paratrooper officer and engineer officer, front lines, uh, Cold War. This country is not what Washington is putting out today. No, not, not close. Uh, I've been blessed uh, with a, a great uh, career in industry after uh, the military. And by the way, I was fortunate to play a couple of years of a college linebacker for Coach Bryant at Alabama, which will tell you that anything is possible if you work your butt off and go make it happen. And I've been fortunate in industry for that. I uh, came out of the coal and gas industry, building some of the largest uh, coal and gas plants in the country. I worked myself uh, up to president, uh, and we built that company to be the second largest, or grew that company to be the second largest in the country. Moved to Arizona, as I said, over eight years, owned no debt. We built a, a billion-dollar company in the power industry. I just feel like we have to give back, uh, Cheryl, Dan, uh, to this country. We can't sit and watch the incremental destruction of our country that the Communist Chinese Party through the Democratic Party of George Soros, mm. Biden, Harris, Mark Kelly, Schumer, AOC, this entire lot of people that, you know, they, they should be trying to run Venezuela, not America. And those of us as patriots, we have to stand up just like, you know, from the Revolutionary War. You know, we had a very small percentage of those who actually participated. And many sat back and, you know, uh, even housed uh, British officers, you know, while those of us uh, who took up arms, those patriots who took up arms and stopped uh, that tyranny. I think the same thing uh, today of tyranny uh, in our country. I have to stand up. Uh, I have to do more than just be the largest donor to conservatives in Arizona. I've been blessed, uh, you know, with this great company that just sold and financial side of that. So I'm putting, uh, you know, it, it takes a small fortune to beat George Soros uh, and Kelly and that cabal. And I intend to do it. Uh, we are all over the air here in Arizona with great ads. Uh, we speak the truth. Uh, we're going to do the same every day. I don't run against Republicans. I don't feel any of them can beat Mark Kelly, uh, certainly not beat me. So I'm after Mark Kelly every day. There will be no one left in Arizona that won't know the contrast of layman policies and the liberalism of, of Mark Kelly during the course of this race. I lived in Arizona all my life, Jim, and um, I know there's a big help wanted sign on the Capitol right now saying looking for a U.S. Senator that will serve <laughs> the people. Okay, and so I think you got a really good chance because it seems that the Mark Kelly is not serving us, he's serving him. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, humble guy, humble farm boy from Alabama, been in Arizona 13 years. Um, I've worked hard during my life and I'll be darned if I'm going to see this country uh, move further to the left. We have got to move this thing back to the right and in and, and a big measure. Uh, the independents in this state are not happy with Mark Kelly either. Uh, they enjoy their freedom uh, in Arizona. Uh, this mask mandate, vaccine mandate, that's not what freedom uh, in this country is about. Right. I'd just like to speak a moment uh, for an example in my company, as you mentioned, that we built from zero to 1,700 staff over that eight years. Being a veteran, uh, we hired veterans first. 22% of the staff that we had were veterans. Uh, you might also uh, like, as well as the listeners, that in the company, you had to opt out of getting a five-year NRA membership. You know, the company paid for it. Uh, we also, and very few did, if anyone, uh, the other part of it is our uh, concealed uh, carry weapons permit. Uh, here is a, a beautiful thing in Arizona, constitutional state, of course, carry. Uh, we paid for that as a company. You could fly, uh, we fly in uh, our uh, team members uh, and their spouse or significant other. 
uh, for the training to get their uh, permit, which of course is good in you know over 30 states uh, now in the country. So very pro Second Amendment. Uh, it's the one that protects all the other amendments, of course, uh, in our Constitution. Absolutely, and you know, you've already put your money where your mouth is in in doing that with your your business. Uh, there was no political gain for that, right? But so often we see and hear politicians, and I will make <laughs> the distinction between a politician and a public servant. Thank you. I think that's an important distinction. We'll see and hear politicians say, oh, I support the Second Amendment. But? But. and Big Mark, but, too. Big but. <laughs> Mark Kelly is a big butt in that arena. Uh, I can't believe ever with a straight face that he would have said that he supports the second amendment, but he has all the while being, uh, you know, he and, and his wife, Gabby Giffords have the organization Giffords, which is totally Bloomberg funded, totally anti gun, totally anti constitution. Um, what do you see should you be successful in in being elected when okay. how do you use your office to protect <clears throat> preserve and restore all of our second amendment rights because at that level at the federal level you will be impacting not just arizona but the nation absolutely and for those uh, in the country who think mark kelly and uh, gabby are on the right track now, go spend some time in Chicago. Uh, see what it's like to not have your Second Amendment rights. Uh, go to New York City. Uh, that's what their version looks like. If you want their version of many other policies, of course, you can go to Venezuela or Havana, uh, et cetera, or move to China and, and not be one of the Communist Chinese Party, but be one of the other people. That's what it's like to live under a regime that does not have protection uh, of the Second Amendment. I'll be fearless in Second Amendment. Um, it's just the fundamental right that protects all the other amendments. There's, no gonna, there's not going to be a single voter in Arizona that is on any media, TV, Hulu, digital, that will not understand the policy of Mark and Gabby versus Jim Lehman and the campaign for America First and Second Amendment. It will be crystal clear uh, because I think that last uh, election and the way the campaign uh, was run by uh, Martha did leave some of that gap out there, uh, or maybe it came too late. This is going to be crystal clear. The people of Arizona love their police, love the Border Patrol, and I'd like to just say that uh, I have the endorsement of all of those and many more that we could speak to. People in Arizona will be safe. They don't want to be Chicago. What about our borders? I mean, it is a big concern right now for a lot of, of Arizonans, especially uh, along the border. What what can you do for us? Dan, this is not a, a crisis, as many in the media would say. This is an invasion. Um, I'm fortunate to have Brandon Judd uh, endorsement and the National Border Patrol Council members, 21,000 members, uh, Art Vecchio, uh, Tom Holman, Mark Morgan, Chad Wolf, all of those have endorsed our campaign. They've interviewed all candidates, the Republican and, of course, Mark Kelly. And as they'd say, Mark Kelly never returns a call. He knows nothing of the board. He has men of the board. This is a state under an invasion. If you take their numbers, it's 42,000 a week, America. Right. That's the size of a Major League Baseball stadium. This is very little. If we were to talk about humanitarian issues, that's a very small part of this. We have a great legal immigration system of three million a year. This additional two and a half million is absolutely must be stopped. I will, Dan, as I've said on the campaign trail, we say on the website, I will do everything possible to shut down the business of the U.S. Senate until we get that southern border and, quite frankly, now the northern border because of the cartel members that are bringing very bad actors through the northern border. Until we get that secured, I will do everything I can to stop business in the U.S. Senate. It's that important. It's the number one issue of our campaign. It's our number one priority. 
right? Because we're seeing it right now. They're ignoring it. They're ignoring the drugs that are coming through. They're ignoring the uh, amount of people that are coming through. Super frustrating when, when that's happening. And as I'm sure most listeners know that we lost more Americans to drug overdose last year than we did in the Vietnam all years combined. And we aren't outraged by that in Washington. Uh, and quite frankly, Republicans should be doing much more to do everything they can at the top legislation until this out. I'll do it, but it should be being done uh, today. Uh, the deaths, the crime rates in this country, they're going up. And these are bad actors. There's a few in the humanitarian crisis situation. Guys, we can address that under remain in Mexico policy, finish the wall, mandatory E-Verify, end all funding of sanctuary cities. And I intend to be held accountable, uh, just like in business. Yes. My goal is a quarterly report. Uh, back to the people of Arizona, we've got 20 policies on our website. About 14 are there today, and we're building out the other six. The border is certainly there already. Uh, these are hard-driving America-first issues and that I intend to do my level best, Dan. Uh, I'm not going there to pussyfoot around. As uh, Cheryl said, I could have a very easy life at the beach or the mountain somewhere, but I'm putting in serious money of my own and the thousands of Arizonians and American folks from Arizona and, and America that are, that are putting uh, money uh, into this campaign and small donations. We have everything in our life in Arizona. I mean, we've invested in this state for years. And the top concerns I have is one is our rights, our Second Amendment rights. Second would be the border. And the third would be, what are we going to do about the voting? Mm. You know, we know. As you that, said, you were an elector yeah, yeah. and you saw right away, something is not right here. Right. But then what do we do mm. about the fact that something's not right here? So... Not only as an elector, but uh, I then helped fund the audit. Uh, the legislature did not put enough money uh, out there to do the audit as it, as it was, in fact, done right. And it was done very well. Do not believe the media trying to create these issues about it was. It was done very well. It was done systematically, and the results show that. There are very serious issues of fraud found uh, in that uh, audit. And fortunately for our legislator, legislation uh, here in Arizona, we have a one-seat majority in the uh, uh, House and Senate, two in the Senate, excuse me, one in the House. And, and we've gotten some laws passed last year, and we have more on the table this year that had already been uh, put into the, into the cycle that we started uh, here with the, the, those folks meeting at state capitol already in January. But we've got a few that are squishes, as I like to call them. Uh, that are on the bubble of those uh, that can make or break it. Uh, I am very public and I've said this and I've told them to their face uh, on the campaign trail. As the largest donor in Arizona, I will primary them. And we are doing that already, raising funds and capital to primary anyone on the Republican side who votes against the principles of America first, including election integrity. Second Amendment, of course, is uh, front and center. Um, all the other issues that matter from closed borders, uh, to taxes and regulation, uh, things that really matter, of course, in the state, CRT in our schools. Very active in that, guys, not just in my own Senate race, but from a standpoint of other American First candidates here in Arizona. Very good. Um, you are part, uh, in your business, part of the rare breed of American, American manufacturers. Like, I have to specify, like, emphasize these words. What can you do should you become Arizona's next senator to support other organizations who are trying to cut the cord of dependency on China and other importers? Surely, in our company, uh, you know, we were doing hundreds and hundreds of millions of revenue per year. Uh, we actually had a bonus uh, system in our company to incentivize our team to buy American. And that was a corporate goal, and we succeeded. 75% of every dollar. Um, was spent here in America as we progressively got that number better and better. Then we went to Mexico, Canada, Europe for anything we couldn't find uh, here. Uh, only 5% was left uh, as Chinese supply. We were so focused on getting that to zero that we'd actually invested in a company in California to move them to Arizona and not be owned by China, but be owned by this company. Very dedicated toward that. How do we do that on a nationwide basis? That is that we have certain rules uh, in American manufacturing and business. We have to live by reasonable wages, reasonable safety conditions, uh, you know, 
things that, that a civilized society does, reasonable pollution control standards, et cetera. None of that applies in China. It is absolutely wrong that we allow those countries, including China, to import into America without a tariff that levelizes the playing field. We can't have one set of rules for ourselves and allow someone else just to go around the rules. I intend to be very hard on making sure those tariffs are in place for Chinese goods or other countries so that we have an American system that's level in, in a level playing field. When we do that, American companies will rise to the occasion. I have no question about that. I've seen it in our company when we were supplying that ability to say, we will buy from you, Mr. American Transformer, copper, steel, you know, SCADA systems, things of that nature. They respond. If you make a level playing field, America will win every day. Mm -hmm. So often um, to be a business person, we get this lone ranger mentality. Like I'm the only one that can do it. You know, I, no one can do it better than me. If you want something done right, do it yourself. But especially at the level of business you were at and, and moving into a, a position, if you become successful with your uh, campaign to be elected as a senator, you are going to need to engage in coalition building in, in bringing other people together. Uh, what is your, your best strategy for that? What are some of your successes that you've had in that arena? Couple things. Number one, uh, my first meeting after being sworn in, we'll meet uh, with Kirsten Sonoma. Look for the overlap in areas that we can get things done in Arizona. Uh, bringing water uh, from the Mississippi River to the headwaters of Colorado, for example. I don't expect any cooperation from her on Second Amendment, but we're solid and I will be. Making sure that any areas we can find good for the people of uh, Arizona. Other is that I intend to be a very vocal America first leader uh, on the Senate floor. I'll shame anyone who is not America first, Democrat, Republican, independent, doesn't matter with me, it's America that comes first, period, end of story. So from a coalition standpoint, someone's gonna be shaming those who shouldn't be doing what they're calling it out. American people mobilize when they see a true cause and someone standing up for them. And I'll be that guy on the Senate floor. I like to say with, with Ron DeSantis, uh, we had a conversation with him, oh, what about three weeks ago when he was out here in Arizona? You know, Ron, uh, I appreciate what you're doing as kind of America's governor right now, right? He kind of stands up the most of any governor, certainly not Doug here in Arizona, but Ron stands up. Uh, and as I told him, I said, Ron, um, the little uh, headliner, brother, uh, you got to pick up your game because January 2023, I'm going to make you look weak on the American first side from what I'm going to call out from the U.S. Senate floor. Because guys, I am not going there to pussyfoot around. America has no more time to let elected officials or otherwise keep moving this country incrementally to the left toward what Communist Chinese Party love to see. We have got to do a course correction and, and do it hard. Absolutely. Jim, I heard a comment that you said, and it kind of shocked me a little bit, and, and I hope I heard it right. Talking about water from the Mississippi into Arizona. Is that- Ron, uh, I'm a civil engineer, again, been in the business of building billion dollar plants uh, you know, for the last 30 years. When uh, I announced my race, one of the senior guys at Bureau of uh, Land Reclamation said, Jim, I want to get you up to speed on water. I said, absolutely. I want to hear all the ideas. I've heard desalinization. I've heard, you know, of course, we're conserving already and we can always do more. We don't ever want to be wasteful of water. But if you look at uh, what we do in oil and gas, you know, we drill in the Permian Basin and we use that. We process it in Houston and we send it up to, say, New Hampshire for home heating oil or to drive the turbines and gas turbine plants. We can absolutely do the same thing with water. You know, the water in our canal system in Arizona is 1.5 million acre feet. It comes through the mountains in a 20 foot diameter pipe, 1.5 million acre feet. If you look at the bathtub ring around uh, Lake Mead that we're short, it happens to be about the same, 1.5. A 20 foot diameter pipe from the, coming across the Northern Plains from Mississippi. I wanna do three of those, call it four and a half, five million acre feet. You know, Mississippi is about 60 million acre feet at that point, and of course, ends up on a good water year, dumping in about 100 million acre feet into the Gulf of Mexico. Take a small portion of it mm -hmm. to help solve our water problems in the West. Yeah. This is already on the design boards 
at the Bureau of Land Reclamation. They've estimated it at 25 million per pipe. Damn, they spent that this morning in DC. Yes. It's just a matter of having the guts and the tenacity and the strength to stand up and go do the right thing again for America. This is America. We can do big things here. We've done big things before and we got to get back to that and doing those. Jim, so, I have been I have been saying that for five years about <laughs> the water thing. And my it's, you know, it, it's it's amazing because you know, you go and look at Lake Mead right now and you'll have a tear come out your eye. It's, well, it's, and then there's flooding in other parts of the nation. So we're like, why can't we just bring right? Because we do it with oil. water right. this way. <laughs> Guys, it, to move the, the petroleum products we do around this country, you know, those are corrosive. Water is not corrosive. We can absolutely and will do this. Mm -hmm. uh, you just have to have someone go to D.C. that's got, like I said, the guts to stand up and move big things. Oh, Jim, you can't do it. Uh, it crosses, you know, several states. You got the EPA, you got the Forest Service, you got blah, blah, blah. Guys, this is America. You know, extract your head from wherever it's at and understand we do big things here. This country uh, is the beacon of that for the world. And we're going to get back to it. Uh, I, I will do everything I can to do those type of things. Uh, this is not, uh, it's, it's 1,230 miles. That's it. Yeah, 22 pumping stations. This is not even a large engineering feat. We just need to get on with it. A company like Bechtel, uh, Floor uh, Industries, those type of people could do this in three years to get at least the first pipeline in. We bring it across uh, the interstate right away in most parts, which run across the Northern Plains, expand uh, everywhere we need to and get on with it. So. Well, yeah. Jim, you know, it's a point of we're going to have to do it eventually. So why not do it when we know how to right now, do it now. But anyway, I didn't want to do Inspire I didn't want to innovation it's, and it's figure awesome. it out, right? Yeah. Guys, it's it's just doing the right thing, common sense. Politicians think, you know, what are their poll numbers every day? Mm. This is about what does America need? And you need a US senator that is going to stand up for America first, go do big things. Uh, and inside a balanced budget, by the way, this is not extra funding. We're going to find much greater priorities to move water than some of the other billions that are being spent there. Again, a, a drop in the bucket for the trillions that DC has been. Boy, that's a definitely. No pun intended with drop yes, in the bucket. Yes, drop in the bucket. I, I caught that. <laughs> um, and then, you know, just touching back on what you said about Ron DeSantis and telling him he better step it up because you're going to out America first him, you know, taking it back to that business idea, when you have a strong, capable, competent competitor, I think it brings out the best in, in both uh, businesses. And I feel that way about even our political parties. You know, when one party goes so far off to this fringe, it, it, you know, doesn't inspire the best in anybody. Right. So if we even had a stronger, uh, you know, as you're saying, you can look at, all right, what is Ron DeSantis doing? how can I sharpen my, you know, as iron sharpens iron, how can I sharpen what I do against that? And not for, sure. not for Jim Lehman, right? Not right. for me, right. but for the nation, for, for your exactly. grandchildren, for the next generation. I think that's exactly. awesome. Yeah. If this was me, I'd be doing, you know, you know, complaining on the beach somewhere about all things in Washington. I'm stepping up, going to go do my damnedest to make sure this country gets back uh, in the right path. And in business, you have, always have a strategy that you're going to uh, adhere to. That's called, in this case, the U.S. Constitution and Bill of Rights. Getting back to that answers almost every question. What was this country designed to do? What is the strategy of this country? And that is freedom and those rights uh, of protection of the Constitution. Many people, you know, that doesn't work for them. It doesn't work for Mark Kelly and Biden, uh, Harris. Guys, there's a lot of other countries that have your type of view, and that's Venezuela, Cuba, yeah. communist China. Please go there. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy your one-way tickets for you, right? I'll uh, donate. But in America, it's the strategy of the Constitution Bill of Rights. And the other one, Cheryl, is in business, with the right leadership, with the tenacity and the guts and the strength and the strategy, it's about people. And I see all too often senators, staff, or young 
Democrat, Republicans that have come out of college as a head of the, you know, some affiliation uh, in college. As I'm bringing with me of, of those top 20 policies that we have from water, border, um, getting rid of the department education, things of that nature, I'm bringing an expert on my team and it's their job to make sure they're in every committee meeting, every bill markup, know everything about that issue and that's what they focus on. Just like in uh, playing college football. My job was outside linebacker. It wasn't strong safety. It wasn't, you know, defense attack. My job is to be that leader in every one of those 20. Uh, it's their job to know everything about that and make sure that we get that legislation uh, written right and passed. And then with Dershowitz, one of the greatest constitutional lawyers, uh, you know, in the country has seen, I want three of him, that type of person that can make me strength, you know, have that get things done attitude from day one. I don't want to sit and learn about this. I want them to help me understand it immediately mm-hmm. and make sure that we tie up that Senate in any and every way we can to get this country back to where it needs to be with these, these policies. Mm-hmm. And lastly, it's hard work. No one on that Senate floor or house is going to outwork Jim Lehman. Mm-hmm. This campaign is 13 uh, hours a day, six days a week already. Uh, I'm up at five o'clock. I hit the weight room or yoga or what I'm doing that day, cardio, and it's all day long. I, you know, hit the racket about nine o'clock at night. That's what America's got to have. This this time about taking vacations and Biden going off to, you know, La La Land and Rhode Island. That's got to stop. This country needs leadership, and it needs it now. Jim, he didn't have to go to La La Land. Oh, he didn't have to go away to go to La La Land. <laughs> He's in it. I'm sorry, I had to say that. Did I say that on the air? I think you said that. I'm sorry, I said that on the air. <laughs> So um, as we start sort of like winding down a little bit here, um, there are so many major issues that impact us here in Arizona that, you know, even though you'll be representing Arizona, you're going to be dealing with them from a federal level. Sometimes people don't quite understand that distinction. You know, what's the difference between a state senator and what they do and how they impact our, our laws and and from the federal level. Um, so in this job, which you're seeking as U.S. Senator, what are some of the other major issues and, and how are you going to stay tapped into how they uniquely impact our state as well Great. as the rest of the nation? Great question. Uh, and number one, the guide for everything is a strategy, the American Constitution and Bill of Rights. Number uh, two is that of the, the the principles that I outline on our, our policies on the website, and I speak to on the campaign trail, and you're seeing in the ads that I'm running. You know, I wouldn't say 24/7 here, but pretty close that we're running and spell those out. Uh, you know, far and away, number one of the three big things uh, is secure the border, secure the uh, borders. Uh, number two is America first, and there's a lot of things that come underneath that, as we've talked. You know, those really stand up in front and center. And number three uh, is the fact that we have gotten so far away from the Constitution with the federal government's expansive nature of its agencies, its reach. If you get that federal government back in the little box, not this big box that they try to play and expand every year. Think, view, little box in D.C. I'm coming. We're going to get you back into what the Constitution said highest unemployment rate in the country would be the zip codes around Washington, D.C. There's absolutely no reason for what's going on today. So those three principled items, and then again, Cheryl and and then I said on the website, uh, we built out 14 or or so of the 20 policies. Uh, You'll have those on there. So there's no doubt about what Jim Lehman uh, stands for and his team, because it's a team. It's not me uh, going to D.C. Um, And and by the way, um, Of those ads, uh, Cheryl, then you're going to have a very, you know, they're very strong. I'd, I'd encourage your, your your folks to go to the website if you haven't seen them on TV or otherwise. And they spell it out. I am not mincing words uh, about what our intentions are. Very good. And it is uh, important to, you know, not uh, dance around phrases, dance around words, but to be forthright and say very specifically, you know, I am for this. I am not for that. Um, and I, I think that's what you're alluding to. Your your ads are are doing. 
They are Cheryl. And I was raised that way, you know, from college football. It wasn't, you know, a, you do your job. You do what you're coached to do, what the, in this case, what the Constitution says. Um, then you go to military. You do your job. You understand what it is. And you go do it. You don't mince words. And third in business. Um, and as Coach Wyatt taught me and the other guys on the team, it's not about one game, guys. It is about the national championship. Every day you come to work to be the national champion. I intend to do that. Just be the guy on the Senate floor that, that Arizona and say, my gosh, I wish, you know, we could have had Jim sooner. That people around the country say, my gosh, I wish my senator would stand up for my state and my country the way that Jim is. Jim, we have a lot of, um, you know, since COVID happened, we have a lot of Arizona citizens, I'm sure all over the United States, but in Arizona alone, thousands and thousands of them that went and bought their first firearm because they're afraid of what the government is going to do to them. They're, they're afraid of control. Do you have anything to say to those people that are, are new to wanting to keep their liberties? Yeah, God bless you for exercising your Second Amendment rights. I said the contrast is so clear, Chicago, where it's been taken away. And in Arizona, we stand for freedom. Um, I, again, you can believe me on Second Amendment, given what you what what I've done in my company, for example, with having uh, the company paying for concealed carry uh, permit uh, training, uh, being able to have NRA membership as a benefit. Those, the, the, this country is better for the Second Amendment, no question about it. And those in Arizona, I applaud you. Keep it up. We're one of the leaders uh, in the country. I intend to be that on the U.S. Senate floor because I will represent Arizona. Now, this is not McCain's seat. This is not Kelly's, not Layman's. This is Arizona's seat in U.S. Senate. And those principles that we live by, including Second Amendment, will be loud and clear on the U.S. Senate floor. It will. Not, I will not be bashful. Awesome. Very good. Uh, Last question. You know, here in Arizona, some people seem to think that we have become a purple state, which is the blending, <laughs> right? Of the red for GOP and the blue for the Democrats. When I go out and about and I talk to people all over this state, that is not my sense. But if you look at how our our legislature is made up right now you can see why people might say that and you know we currently have two liberal democrats serving as our u.s senators kirsten cinema and mark kelly you're running as a very strong constitutional republican candidate so do you feel that arizona is ready for a, a candidate like you a senator like you are saying you will be and what makes you uniquely qualified to fill that position? Sure, what we're seeing on the campaign trail, again, we work twice as hard as all the other candidates uh, combined. We're doing 1,200 miles a week across this beautiful state. We have audiences, rallies and, and meetings and stuff that are almost 50% greater than last year in an election year, in, in 2020, than election year. People are responding in droves. Uh, we can't buy enough yard signs and T-shirts. We're buying them by the five thousands lots, and there's we we sell out. We've now started buying in fifteen thousand lots to fill the need. Arizona is a red state. Uh, you need a candidate like myself, who's strong on the principles, who's proven success not just as a veteran or on the gridiron, but in business. You know, America's about business. Arizona is about business and about freedom. I intend to be very strong on the freedom side. Another example of doing what I say I'll do and people can trust me is that I'm not going to take a pension. I'm going to donate my salary. I'm not taking lobbyist dollars. I'm not taking PAC dollars. I'm putting a small fortune of my own, but also the thousands that have come to us and please continue to do so uh, in both Arizona and the country to support this America First campaign. Arizona's rising up. You know, we're the leader in the audit. We're, we're going to be a leader uh, in this election. Uh, other states, um, hopefully, will see a rise in candidates willing to speak out, as I am, on freedom and America first. You know, we're going to draw independence. Uh, we're seeing them in large numbers 
coming uh, into our rallies and into our uh, meetings and, and grand openings. You know, we're opening uh, 14 regional offices across the state. Five are already open. The most ever was six. Wow. And the staffing guys, when we look at the numbers, is almost half independence. People are coming that are, and, and many of them, um, mothers that have school-age children. They're scared to death about what's happening with Mark Kelly and this liberal agenda, open borders, lack of law enforcement ability because their hands are being tied, CRT in their schools. This is an awakening that Arizona is going to lead the country in, and I will lead the same way on the U.S. Senate floor. Fantastic. That's awesome. Well, Jim, all I have to say is save our state and save our country. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll do, sure. brother, for the, by the grace of God. Amen. So tell folks how they can follow the work you're doing and help with the campaign, because that, I think, is part of, you know, people that have too long sat back and figured, well, somebody else will fix it. Somebody else will do right. it, right? right? If we aren't actively, individually involved and supporting candidates or running ourselves, right? If we're not going to run ourselves and dive into that snake pit, then supporting candidates. Supporting might mean money. Supporting might mean uh, phone calls or knocking on doors or showing up at events. Tell folks what it is you need and how they can reach out and help. Great question, Cheryl. Thanks. Um, first kind of source of information, jimlayman.com is our website. Uh, look on there for all the social media. You know, jump on there with us uh, as well. You'll also find in there the addresses of our regional offices. Uh, you should not have to look very far because, again, we're 14 of those, uh, and the addresses are being populated as we open them. Again, no one's ever opened offices in January. No one's ever opened beyond six, and that was the Trump organization. We're doing 14. So we want to get it close to you, you know, from Yuma to, you know, uh, Lake Havasu to Payson, we're all over, including, of course, the Valley. Jump in and work with us. We've got hundreds of great volunteers already. Contribute. Said, I'm putting in a lot of funds myself, but guys, it takes a lot of money to beat George Soros and Mark Kelly Cabal. But we can do it, and we will do it, and make sure that leave no question about that. One other is that if you're not registered to vote or you know someone who's not, uh, it's also a link on our website to Look Ahead Arizona. Uh, this is the largest private voter registration project in the country. I uh, founded it and paying for it. We, Cheryl and Dan, you'll be happy to know as well as your listeners, for the first time in many, many years since last May, we are out registering Democrats over two to one in the state. The team we put together, there are 25 full-time positions, five offices across the state, just doing that, separate from the campaign offices, separate entity. We're making a difference. So many ways to jump in. Uh, the website also will give you email addresses where you can contact us, info at jimlayman.com. Guys, the water is warm. Jump in and let's go take back America. Please. I love it. Well, thank you so much for all that you have done, are doing. Thank you for your time here today. And uh, we'll definitely want to be checking back and seeing how things are going. And uh, we uh, are going to be out at the Arizona State Capitol on Saturday, February 19th, 2022, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with the big uh, Second Amendment rally. And I know you are a busy dude. Uh, we've already got a full docket of speakers, so I'm not going to be able to get you up on there, but I would just love to see you out there interacting with, uh, all of our, our attendees. Uh, we usually have about 4,000 people and it'd be wonderful to, six. to see you. I think it was there. six last time. I believe it was, but I like to, you or, know, shoot low and, and, yeah. you know, have people be pleasantly surprised, but, uh, I I'd love to see you come out. Fantastic. Appreciate the opportunity. And also thank you. Uh, both for what you're doing and for the Second Amendment uh, people in, in this beautiful state of ours uh, that are that have drawn a line in the sand, as I have and said, enough is enough. Right. Let's all work together. You're a great voting block. Come on to the America First team, jimlayman.com, and let's take our state and our country back. 
Fantastic. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so Jim. much, Jim. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you guys. God bless. God bless America. God bless America. Indeed. Wow. That was, <coughs> that was really, um, refreshing. Know, huh? Refreshing. Refreshing. That's a great word for it. Um, I feel like, you know, he's got a, just a strong backbone. He doesn't sound to me like somebody who is gonna, you know, do that. He kept saying the word pussyfoot around, right? He's not going to mamby pamby. Right. He's going to say, this is what it is. This is where we're going. This is what needs to happen. But I get the sense that it's not, well, because Jim Lehman thinks so. Right. He referenced several times that this is the, the foundation, right? Right. And the reason is the next generation. I feel like that is, those are some of the keys of somebody that isn't looking to be a politician, go in and make a bunch of money in Washington, D.C., uh, but to actually serve and represent the people of the state and the people of the nation. Right. And, and you, know, you say to yourself, OK, so do I go with somebody who's already in office that has experience that's really screwing things up? Or do I put a new person in there that has no experience as a politician? Well, let's look at the person that doesn't have experience and go back and look at how he runs his business. He had successful business, multi-billion dollar business. Mm -hmm. He was a second amendment rights guy. He wanted people to, to learn how to handle firearms and went through all that. And that was in his past. It wasn't something he just, he's not like, see, I like, I'm a second amendment guy. I got an AR-15 and they do a photo shoot. And then the guy, you take the gun away. You know, no, he's, <laughs> he's straight. And I'm I'm refreshed, and and I like that they he he worked hard to be an American based American made right uh, business, uh, and and I you know I can't imagine that would just evaporate because right. now he's got this different position. And to call him not really an experienced politician, he is because he has done stuff for political groups prior to this and was involved well, in them so and if what better way a to business owner right you're I mean, yeah it really does uh you have to work on so many different levels you right. have to be able to you know manage money manage time manage teams wives huh what's that huh wives why <laughs> you're a brave brave man mr todd Oh my goodness. Well, on that note, uh, we'll so, start. So everybody just, you know, we're getting ready for election season. Do your research. Yes. And please. you know, the core of America is to be free and right, uh, have rights, mm -hmm. you know, we're no restrictions whatsoever on our rights. Follow people that follow the constitution, ask them, do you believe in the constitution and really ask them, you know, like we have that governor and was it New Jersey that said in the past that said, I think he's still the governor, says uh, the Constitution was above his pay grade. Well, when you have politicians that say stuff like that, then they should be completely removed immediately. That's like stealing from a company that you work for. It's stealing our rights away from us. He should be fired immediately for saying that. So keep in mind that to vote for people that f follow the Constitution, because America was built strong from our constitution. Yeah, that was Phil Murphy that you're quoting. Yeah, I know Phil he's Murphy. your favorite guy. Not. All right. So as we uh, go out, I want to, again, thank our amazing guest, uh, Jim Lehman. I want to thank our awesome listeners all across this world. I know if you're listening somewhere overseas, you know, this uh, doesn't necessarily, a topic like this doesn't necessarily you know, impact your daily life. But I know that the ideas that we talk about are founding documents, the reasons why we make decisions about uh, who we uh, hire with our votes, how we hire people with our votes, that sort of, uh, those sorts of topics do inspire people all across the globe. And wherever there's internet, we have listeners and when you spend your time with us, your most finite commodity is your time. When you spend it with us, it, it matters to us. We notice it and we thank you. Yeah. Uh, and when you take these conversations around your dinner tables and into your carpools and into, your, you know, wherever you spend time with your friends and neighbors, 
that is everything. So really, thank you. And if you ever want to see any past episodes and you want to watch the videos, go to uh, YouTube and click subscribe and notify, please. Uh, also, GunStreamer and the smartphone app called OpsLens. And if you like to just listen to it, just the audio, because maybe you're out on a bike ride or, you know, a long drive and through the countryside or something like that at the gym, maybe then go to our website, gunfreedomradio.com. Click the on demand tab and binge listen to your Your heart's heart's content, darling. darling. Um, And if you click the guest tab, you'll see photos and bios and links to all the guests we've ever had on. It has become quite a a body of of information. It's of like an encyclopedia of rights. Experts. It's, it's, it's all of our rights. It's a gun freedomopedia. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and uh, so it, it's a great resource, and we don't hate it when you spend time there. All right. Until next time, what are we going to do, Dan? We're going to pray for our nation. We're going to pray for our, our politicians, and we're going to pray for the voters to to do research, to uh, understand what their, their responsibilities that they have, and to vote. I like that. And then how about those those politicians that maybe we don't like so much? Vote them out. Pray, well, pray for them, too. <laughs> pray, for. pray for them as you're voting them yeah, out. Right. I love it. You know, I, I wish no harm on anyone. No. But I what I'm praying for is that the right seats get filled with the right people on the bus. Exactly. Because you know what happens when you have a bus Biden that's driving a bus that the bus is going everywhere all over the road. And if we're not careful, that bus is going to crash. It's true. So somebody from the back of the bus needs to get up there and maybe we don't have the most skilled person in that role, perhaps. So yeah, pray for that person. Um, And, uh, and maybe vote them out. But anyway, all right, until next time, be good to each other. Have a Bye-bye.